You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. You don't know about the, the other side of the pyramid? The fifth side? It's called the floor, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure he realizes there is a fifth side of the pyramid. And I believe none of them, which makes me an expert. Hello, everyone. This is Chris with the Cryptic Conspiracy <laughs> Cult with my co-host, Quinn. We are recording. I did not forget to hit the button. Uh, good job, Chris. You get the gold star. With our rotating third for today, the something good for you and couch potato himself, Alex Stiff. Yo, yo. Hey, welcome. It's, it's fun to actually be a guest on a show for once. Every other show Shut I up. S- Okay. <laughs> no one's talking to you yet. Guess, you introduced me, guys. This isn't the Couch Potato or uh, something good for some fly-by-night podcast. This is our show. This is a serious show about <laughs> the Jersey Devil and David Koresh <laughs> somehow being in cahoots with one another. <laughs> about the Moody's and the death of Queen Elizabeth. Guests will speak when spoken to. to. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> third to third. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Oh, my God. No, uh, today we'll be speaking uh, with the Halloween season upon us. We'll be speaking about Holly, uh, Halloween myth and legend. I said Hollywood. Hollywood myth and legends are oh, a whole lot darker than uh, Halloween. Turn into the couch potatoes for that yeah, one. That's ironic. Let me tell you where child molestation begins <laughs> and the Olsen twins end. Didn't you have that written on a piece of paper over there? Probably. <laughs> You see those people with red shoes? You want to know why they got red shoes? You don't want to know why they got red shoes. Sexual communists. (laughs) Sexual communists. It's gay space communism. (laughs) It's not LGBT. It's (laughs) 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 R-LGBT. But no, um, let's talk about some of the myth and legends we've all grown up with, um, especially since uh, you're, you're not from the South, Quinn, so your Halloween traditions may be a little bit different from ours. I think a lot of what I, I remember hearing, um, I'm sure this is across the board, but one of the more unique ones, aside from you know see, people secretly putting drugs in the candy, which, you know... Never happened. <laughs> never would happen. What, what drug dealer would do that? Yeah, let, let's go ahead and get into that one, because this was actually one of the things I was telling uh, Chris. I was like, if we're going to do a whole... Because we're trying to do like a whole bunch of Halloween episodes across all the shows. Yeah. So it was like, you know, what's something we could think of on that? The very first thing I thought of when he when we brought up the whole myth and legends of Halloween stuff is the razor blades in the candy apples yep. and giving out drugs to kids. Yep, yep. <laughs> that was always like my favorite thing. Was I'm, I'm amazed you remember the razor blades in the apples. That was one of the one things that one other thing I was going to bring up because I'm like I've never fucking heard anybody ever talk about that. So all all cases and this is 100 percent as um, all cases of. Uh, candy being tampered with are either by friends of the family or the family themselves oh yeah uh, the famous one is the pixie stick poisoning in 1974 yeah uh, a guy had put out a life insurance policy on his kid 
killed him. Yep. And like wow. went, went full Tony Soprano on that kind of show. <laughs> it's like, cold as ice. Like, and the irony is, it's like that didn't happen until the media coverage really started talking about, oh, there could be tampered candy, yep. you know, all these different problems. So it's like literally the media created the problem because there was one other case. Um, there was no deaths. And I kind of giggled when I listened to it. It made me a horrible person. But hey, that's what makes me good on this show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right in. I right in. Uh, there was a doctor that handed out a bunch of laxative dipped chocolates. Good for him. And handed them out to kids. <laughs> These little bastard kids running around, <laughs> fucking up my windows. Yeah. <laughs> Looking like Aladdin and Ariana Grande just running around. <laughs> I don't like that shit. Wait, which ethnicity of Ariana Grande are we talking here? <laughs> Disney white. <laughs> As opposed to Nickelodeon white. <laughs> Disney white is a lot different. I feel like I'm at fucking... At least Nickelodeon had all that. <laughs> that is true. That is true. All that in a bag of crack. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but, uh, nah, I could, I could, you know, if I was inclined, I would give drugs to kids. <laughs> well, see, here's my reasoning with the whole thing is, you know, okay, you, you mentioned the drugs and candy first. What right-minded user of any drugs whether it be from cannabis all the way up to lsd what right-minded person is going to spend that much money on the drugs just to pass them out to kids and not even see the, the reaction the government the government, the government saw the reaction we, the we we as the shithead uh, druggies would not see the reaction on these kids tripping they out got on high. lsd or they got fucking high and gave Trick. all the ecstasy to johnny and billy over here dressed hey, like johnny, Cop and Terminator. hey johnny billy here here's our leftovers from the mk ultra test have yeah. fun you guys are gonna fucking love halloween stay away this from year. the windows stay away from the windows and don't look in a mirror but like that's another offshoot is that is the uh, Blue Star Conspiracy, which is uh, LSD-laced uh, temporary tattoos. That's why I brought that one up. Yeah, and, What? Yeah, so you remember temporary tattoos? Of Apparently course. some people started handing those things out during Halloween, and a lot of them were like, the cheap ones were like the Blue Star. Yeah. Yeah, and like, they were like, it's laced with LSD. It's like, just say you, you don't want your kid having temporary tattoos. Just say that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> say don't, don't come up with this bullshit don't idea. Don't get mad when your kid's all jacked out on sugar and has a fucking swastika on his neck. Like, <laughs> man, they don't make the fucking, the, the little per, the little temporary tattoos like they used to. No, <laughs> they, they, they've really no. changed since I was a kid. No. Oh my there's God, no, there's like a, a serial a, number. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's not a Stranger Things tattoo. No. <laughs> Oh, funny story. I saw a thing online. Who would win, Matilda or uh, Eleven from Stranger Things? And everybody's like, Matilda would stomp that bitch to death. Dude. She, because she didn't need practice. <laughs> and she didn't get nosebleeds when she did this shit. Yeah. That she shit was scared, just pure she, power. She terrorized fucking Ray Perlman and Danny DeVito <gasps> with her Satan powers. <laughs> I think the only one that could probably give and Matilda... killed an Olympian. Everybody forgets that <laughs> That's Principal right. Trumbo was a fucking Olympian and That's she killed him. Right. <laughs> I think the only runner-up for that would be uh, fucking Drew Barrymore in Firestarter. Oh. <laughs> that would be the only person if only that was a good show <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but now like it, it, it all it, this is all media fueled hate kind of well, it's like and fear hate hate hate's a, kind of a broad term fear that, yeah yeah fear hate means intent <laughs> yeah. well it was funny about the blue star conspiracy i feel like that was something that happened in like the late 80s mm. though i remember the reverberations of that 
an early Halloween memory. Oh yeah, so when, when you because I get I, I don't know yeah. I don't know if you guys are similar, but it's like I get random pockets of memory from like a very early age. Yeah, like sometimes like, yeah. like sometimes it could be only like a ten or fifteen second little spurt, but you remember it super vividly and you may not remember anything else from that time period. But I remember distinctly being around Halloween time, and I was in a specific house uh, when we were living in Gaffney, South Carolina, and I remember hearing some report about temporary tattoos, and then like mom conversing about it like behind me to like someone else. That, that was the same thing with me. It was um, <clears throat> her talking with I think one of my uncles, like my uncle Michael or Joseph. They're the two youngest ones, but I remember them talking about it, and they mentioned uh, acid, LSD, and you know, being a little kid. I, I vaguely remember turning and being like, how are they going to put acid in Starburst? She's like, "That, not that kind of acid. You don't know what acid this is. Turn back around and go eat your candy. I had a fucking trash bag full of candy. Like an and actual and trash bag. while you're bag. getting insulin shots to the side for the rest of two months, and you're just like, you don't understand about acid. It's like, I don't understand about this fucking insulin shot either, apparently. Fuck. I'm trying to find your veins in between your fat rolls, Quinn. <laughs> I, I was a very, you, can't, I, you can't go to space camp when you have ketoacidosis. Bro, <laughs> no, no joke. Up until I was like uh, 14, 15 years old, I, I was about uh, 215, 220. Fuck yeah. I, I was I a big uh, kid. I would have loved fighting you in middle school. I was going to say, I don't remember my actual number because I refused to step on a scale, but similar thing. But, I uh, like when I was like 10, 11, 12, I was in a size like 34 men's jean. I was in a size 39 to 42. Nice. I, 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 <laughs> we would have also been friends because no one wanted to talk to me nope, in school. Same, same. <laughs> I had the cop haircut too, so that didn't help either. <laughs> oh, I had, a, I had a blonde bowl cut, dude. I, you gotta, you gotta see. Like, I posted this photo recently of like uh, me from uh, like 13 years ago. It, it was. Uh, I saw you posted that. Yeah, that was that was when I was in middle school. I, I was at my heaviest at that point. So talking about actually being kids, um, around Halloween time, what were the kids talk? Did y'all? Did anyone ever talk about like you know the candy apples with razor blades in them? Like, did any kids worry about that stuff or discuss we, uh, it in school? We had teachers that tell us. In, we actually had teachers tell us in each class when we growing up. Uh, fifth grade was the big one because it was around the time of Dare, and we started Dare in October, mm -hmm. and they were talking about hey, you know, you could be given drugs accidentally and not know it yeah. and become addicted and hopelessly addicted to this day I've only been offered coke four times for free so <laughs> they were fucking wrong <laughs> that fucking dog lied why would they uh, give me hope why would they <laughs> free cocaine you yeah. yeah, right. you're just like yeah it's probably free this looks like sauce <laughs> But then you're right. It's like 150 dollars for a fucking eight ball. God damn! What the fuck kind of time are we living? What in? happened to the glory years? Why is weed so expensive? <laughs> God damn! A dime bag was never this. That much. should have been what they were warning us about. And dare, dare you go broke from smoking weed? <laughs> it's never the other drugs because you're too fucking broke to buy them. <laughs> yeah, you're too high, can't get a job and shit. <laughs> oh man, they drug tests too. Is it a swab test? And you're, talking, you're talking about the fear the news does. What they yeah. do is they actually just recycle fucking news footage yeah. year by year. So like, yes, they do. There was so many times where I saw news posts that were just recycled from the year before, and there's always like an MRI machine with a bag full of candy on it. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here! Like, 
You're gonna waste your. Is that why fucking MRIs are five thousand dollars a pop? Because every fucking October, someone's scanning a shit ton of candy. Hold on, Mrs. Bitch? Johnson. We're trying to scan these bags of candy. These kids got a no. tumor. No, be careful. There, there might be uh, LSD in the uh, in the candy, but you know, well, after we radiate it, then yeah. you can eat it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there might be LSD. Well, hold on. Let's let's not be too hasty and put that bag in there yet. <laughs> Which candies could it be? Which, I want to like, make sure these na- kids are gonna be okay. Has Channel Nine narrowed it down? <laughs> have you narrowed it down yet? Like, kind of like the, the going from like the tradition of Halloween, which you know is Samhain, All Hallows Eve, which is Saints Day, mm-hmm. which is brought over by the Irish, where they dress up like fucking monsters to keep themselves safe. You're because you know right. Irish people are just like everyone else; they have stupid fucking superstitions. Listen, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, oh, come on! Man. I'm six foot two, eyes of blue. You don't think a little bit of Irish was taught to me in school? I, I'd say I literally have a fucking shamrock on my shoulder. <laughs> I, I stand. Correct. I could call them Irish bugs if I want to. Yeah. <laughs> the goddamn donkeys. <laughs> These fucking mix and their fucking popcorn and candy and shit. Don't listen to it. Now He's I will nor- say this. I will say this. The tradition has changed so fucking much to the point where Halloween is always is actually a lost American holiday because I've rarely seen it. And this goes back probably like two decades now of me not seeing people really celebrate Halloween like it's depicted in like a long time ago where kids go out into fucking random people's houses it's good like I've seen that in almost two decades I did that as a kid when I was in fifth and fourth grade I remember my dad driving me we'd stop at a house I'd hop out the car with a bag trick or treat and then I run back to the fucking car well the the um, it's funny you mentioned that because this past Halloween I was wondering that same thing and I was hanging out with uh, Braden my lead singer and mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm sitting in his garage and we're just shooting the shit talk and we, we got the garage door open because we were going to have trick or treaters and a lot of kids do that now where it's just they drive neighborhood to neighborhood and there was quite a few trick-or-treaters. I mean, they, but there weren't many neighborhood kids. You know what yeah. I mean? It was and usually like, a van pulling And like up. a lot of your communities, you know, and this could vary from different state to state because I remember handing out candy, candy about four or five years ago with my uncle in West Virginia. And there were kids running around with their parents, but these were little kids. Same, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was out in the open. The sun was still up, which, nah. Nah, the sun goes down when you go trick-or-treating. That's how that's, it was when I was a kid. That's how it should be. That's how it fucking should be. I, I hate all this whole, well, let's go trick-or-treating Let's go to dust. the church. It's like, what? That's trunk-or-treat. Yeah, I get kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and when I go to tr- when I do trick-or-treating, I hand out full-size candy bars. No shit. Hell yeah. I only had three trick-or-treaters one year when I lived in Kannapolis. It was my neighbor's kids. They all came over. I'm like, here you go. Here's a full Snickers bar. <laughs> you want to hear a funny thing that uh, ex-girlfriend and I did? Um, put razor blades in an apple? No, not that. <laughs> That was another year. Um, <laughs> no, we handed out uh, we handed out puppies. We uh, one of our dogs had that puppies. is cold as ice. You bro, piece of shit. Bro, no joke. One of the fucking dads that you had know his none kids. None of those parents could say no. What? And that is exactly what the father said too. There was a father that came up and went, "Oh, you guys are giving away puppies too. That's fucked up. That's cold as shit. Like you know, I can't say no to my kids. <laughs> it was like you could just like put the puppy in the bag and be like." If you get rid of it, it dies. <laughs> you, it's like you like the asshole with kittens. It's like on the freeway, just chucking them in the back of trucks and shit. Like it was, it was cool though. I mean, of course, you, you know the the stereotypical uh, uh, cat girl had to get one of the puppies, but dog is still taken care of. I've seen pictures of her. She's good. That's but good. It, it cracks cold, me up cold though. Blooded. Cold hey, is ice. Some, hey, it's sales. Now, man. what's that? Just cold-blooded. a quick, just a quick little thing about trick or treating. I stopped trick or treating like after like fifth grade. When did you stop trick or treating? Sixth or seventh. Yeah. 
I never really went trick-or-treating a lot because mm-hmm. where we lived in Gaffney, South Carolina, there really wasn't like a lot of neighborhoods. There's it was a lot. Did you ever dress up there? Oh yeah, I dressed up because a uh, school would do like yeah. little uh, little like Halloween themed things. So that was mm-hmm. always my chance to dress up and kind of hang out with, you know, classmates and stuff. But no, I honestly didn't do a lot of trick-or-treating. My trick-or-treating wound up being as a teenager with my little sister because mm-hmm. by that point we were living in Charlotte, so there was a lot more condensed neighborhoods. And mom and I would just fucking load the shit up in the car, drive to the rich neighborhoods, park off to the You're side, right. and then we'd, You're goddamn right. <laughs> and we'd walk exactly down there and get it. the whole size candy bars. Now they're all fucking gated and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what we used to do, though, too. Like, we would go, we would do like two blocks around my house up in New York, and then yep. we would go to the North Shore where it was all fucking really ritzy houses, multi million dollar houses. And we would trick or treat in that neighborhood because they just fucking toss that candy. Oh, they yeah. give you massive now, handfuls. Now, the town I'm from, uh, one day out of the year it's usually depending on where october 31st lands or if it's november 1st wherever it lands uh what they'll do is a whole like six blocks of my hometown will have all the uh business owners outside handing out candy oh that's cool it'll be a fucking rotating group of kids like it's and it's pretty wild to see it's like the busiest you ever see the town yeah other than like these like live music events they'd have of course but like i was out there handing fucking dum-dums and shit and it was in front of a tattoo parlor i just got a tattoo i think it was i think it was these these uh two tattoos right here i got these the same day they were 13 dollars a piece for the listeners that can't see it's a jason voice Mm -hmm mask with a machete and an axe and a spider with a lady's head yes i got these for 31 dollars a piece nice because for a halloween special and uh my that's bu- really good work for that bunch too yeah well i knew the guy i used to sell him guns but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they had a pot of candy and i was like i was sitting out there they were having a smoke break and i was helping them hand out candy to kids and then like every now and then i'm like i've seen you here before what are you doing <laughs> you little bastard you i remember that power ranger yeah, yeah remember that. hey you, look at this you think there aren't any other kids in this neighborhood that would want some fucking candy look you at little this scumbag Look, Give at, me your look at this Yu-Gi-Oh looking punk. <laughs> hey, I'm I a Digimon say, fan, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I will say my favorite costume was the scream mask that had a the two, blood. Yeah, yeah, and it had the heart, and you pumped yeah. it. Yeah, and I like I got it like a week before, and I kept fucking with it and fucking with it, and it was just like pink by the time I got to Halloween because I kept pumping blood in that motherfucker and kept fucking with it. <laughs> I think the funniest shit that ever happened to me one year was I uh, went as the Grim Reaper, and like I had. Uh, the, the whole thing had like a mesh kind of mask so you couldn't see my face it would black out yes! the face and I'd have red I'm- eyes dude I would go down the street and there would be like a group of kids probably like 5, 6 years old I'm like 10, 11 and they'd fucking start screaming and crying and running across the street back to their parents like what's wrong and I'm just standing there like what the fuck dude <laughs> now what about one of my neighbors I didn't know him personally but uh, my dad pulled up I ran to the, to the house and uh, there was a it looked like a scarecrow on the on the rocking chair dressed like Jason and it was filled with hay and stuff. And I knock on the door and there's a big bucket of candy I don't see till seconds later. And he turns toward me. He had dressed up like a scarecrow, dressed up like Jason, just to scare the shit out of kids. Awesome. And he was a big dude. Like he was taller than me than I am now. And like seeing that shit like scared the shit out oh, of me. Oh, I would me. imagine. And I ran to the car and I was just like, damn, damn, this fucking guy's real. And my dad's like laughing and shit. Like, that's funny. Well, talking about getting the shit scared out of you, uh, one of mom's favorite pastimes, the one time I will actually like call her out, even in, at like today at like Coke at and home. A Kit Kat. And I'll be like, Coke you know, and, a Kit Kat. And, I, and I'll just be like, <laughs> that, that was, was a dick move. 
we would go to Walmart and she would take me down the costume aisle and I had to be no more than two, one, really fucking young. And we'd just be looking at the different stuff. I'd want to like, you know, scooby doo whatever. She'd find the scariest fucking mask, slip it on when I wasn't paying attention and I'd turn around and she's, ah! And I'm, ah! And I want to be shaggy, and, not pumpkin head. And, and remember, <laughs> this is the early 90s. Oh, fuck. This is the early 90s. Shit was different back then. Yeah. Parents weren't looking going, oh, look at that evil woman. Other parents were going, here, try this one. <laughs> like laughing and shit. It's like they were ganging up. It was it was funny was watching the, the little it, kid it get Generation X raising kids. Yes, That's why. Yeah, so they were just like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you little scumbag, you got scared. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine it's fucking basically. <laughs> but I can imagine nineteen ninety five. Alex, I want to dress up like Sam Neil from Jurassic Park. No, no, you're sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> your, your father, your father's gonna be Sam Neil from fucking Event Horizon this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up, just carved out fucking eyes and shit. We don't need eyes where we're going. <laughs> Well, the reason I asked about uh, the school kids stuff earlier is because, uh, again, you mentioned the pixie uh, pixie sticks. Mm-hmm. That was a 70s thing. I remember kids at schoolyards talking about that independent of teachers bringing it up. Mm-hmm. So that was something that wound up being an actual talking point among the kids, whereas the candy apples or the apples with razor blades in it was more or less said as a joke. Mm-hmm. But there was like a few kids that were just like, I'm, I'm not eating pixie sticks this Halloween. Yeah, because they were, they were paranoid. It was probably mm-hmm. their parents even like oh, fueling yeah. it now, too. You remember, you remember the people that were handing out bullshit? Oh, uh, dude. I, had a I got an orange guy. one time. Oh, yeah. Fuck I about those houses. chucked that goddamn thing as fast as I could because I was taking baseball at the time. I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck no, and it wasn't like a little tangerine. This was a fucking naval Florida orange. <laughs> and I was just like, this is a softball, man. If I could just whip that motherfucker just right at this Corvette. I will, <laughs> I will say the best guy that we had on our block when I was growing up uh, up in New York was uh, there was a dude that lived on our street that worked for the Wise Potato Chip Company. Oh, and every yeah. year, yep, every year he would give out potato chip bags. Oh, and he yes. always knew I loved salt and vinegar chips. And he would leave like at least two to three bags because I think in his mind, He's like going here. You go, you little fat bastard. You don't want salt and vinegar chips. You're but gonna want at least two. You're the only fucking kid that likes them. Here, take them all. Oh, but, well, see, that was the benefit. Well, it, it for the rest me of this time, he's known as Jimmy the Chip. He, he <laughs> never, he never really spoke. That's what always cracked me up. He was a big guy, probably like six four, little, like probably about your height. Glasses, bald head, really quiet. Never spoke, and would just smile. Killed fourteen and in February. <laughs> probably, probably did. His house was immaculate, like really clean, from what I could see. So he probably was a serial killer. Um, <laughs> you guys like Uts? Fuck Uts. It's wise country. Got the owl tattoo. The owl. Because it's the, the owl. Eye. He's got the eye owl like tattooed right here on his fucking big giant shoulder. Just like that's what that's what he was about. <laughs> and he was really cool though. Like he would always give uh, bags of potato chips. But like I said, he'd leave a few bags to the side and give them all to me. Mm-hmm. And he never knew the guy's name. was really, really nice. Um, another year, though, there was another guy um, around the block, really pissed off old man. It was kind of like one of those old men that's, like, too angry to die. Yeah. Like, you, like, at <laughs> like this point, Hill, spite is keeping it, him alive. Cotton, yeah, spite is keeping him alive, kind of like Cotton Hill, but every time he coughs, dust and bone marrow yeah. comes out. Yeah. And uh, he would give rolls filter. of coins. Rolls of coins. Rolls of pennies. The 50-cent rolls you get from the bank. 
That's all he would give kids. That's it. If I was doing it, I would tell kids, keep this in your fist if someone tries to take your candy. <laughs> Roll that fucker tight. All right, and punch him in the dick. <laughs> I was surprised kids didn't come back around and accumulated all the fucking rolls and just started pelting the house with them. Now you keep that roll of coins, put that in a fucking sock, you're, you're good to go. Well, I, I actually found it funny that um, he was offering up coins because uh, as we're kind of talking about the traditions and myths and legends of stuff, uh, do you guys know where trick-or-treating even came from? Mm-mm. So it initially came from uh, the old Salwin uh, tradition in which children would actually knock on people's doors and exchange prayers for the damned souls for a treat. Yeah, so wow. Salwin, Salwin's actually a three-day event. That's huh. the thing about the Irish. So they kept it as a three-day event. So it ran it. So Halloween, which is Hollow's Eve, is Eve of the Hollow's Day, which is Saint's Day. But in a three-day event, it's a uh, kind of like a remembrance time for people who died. Uh, another part of that kind of ventures off into the uh, Scottish leaving coins on tombstones and shit. Does this go back to like the, uh, the this Druidic goes back before stuff? like Britain Britain decided to split it in half? Yeah, this is all like <laughs> the uh, the Druids, the uh, the, Kel- the Celtics and stuff. It actually yeah. goes back further than that. Really? Uh, wow, that's something about the uh, the Greeks who made it to Ireland. It, it's, it's an elaborate story. It's wow. fucking hard to tell because I'm not Irish and I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some Jameson. Here's some Jameson. <laughs> Scotch. <laughs> this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like in Hollow's Eve, you know, when they came over here, a lot of people just fucking flat out adopted it, not just in Catholicism, but in Protestants across the board. Yeah. Going all the way from, you know, New York all the way down to Chicago to uh, Charlotte to Florida, everywhere adopted it very quickly. And in the 1950s, it is an all time high because like anything media you see that depicts the 50s and Halloween it's always these white picket fences these kids running up kind of like trick or treat the movie everybody's yep. like it's like Elm Street type fucking thing yeah. it's like hey guys like let's go down to you know the Martin's house you know they're handing out sticker bars let's go down to this guy's down at three there's you know, Billy three. down there let's oh, TP his house let's TP his house hey, they, hey there's Gary remember Gary told us on the teacher let's go kick his ass behind this bush <laughs> he won't even know who we are let's we got masks on let's accidentally kill him and t- talk about it for 30 years and then we are sick you know things that brought people together, and anybody and anybody who's asked any of those kids about it, he drowned. He drowned. <laughs> what happened? Motherfucker fell thirty times on the sidewalk. There's at least one Tim Robbins in that friend group from like fucking Mystic River, where he's God just sitting, damn. just sitting in the dark, just hysterically crying. Now you got Melissa. You're probably a murderer. <laughs> That's the story of Mystic River. <laughs> exactly the story of Mystic River. But no, like, some of the traditions, you know, especially the masks in the Halloween and like the horror of looking at old Halloween costumes from like the 30s and oh 40s. Oh hey, what are you? Terrifying. I'm a scarecrow. When you look at it now, what is it now? He's the lost soul of all children who were burned alive in that yeah. church. It's like, <laughs> God damn. Like, like, it's just like, that's what it looks like. It's it just does. the hollowed eyes of like a Klansman or some shit. That was, <laughs> even like the, uh, the clown costumes and shit too were terrifying yeah, they would it, even have those blacked out eyes like white face oh, yeah. it was fucking off-putting man. And it's, it's, it's fucking hilarious looking at the old hostage especially the old like disney ones like who are you i'm mickey mouse you look like a nightmare walt disney summoned from hell <laughs> you are like your shit during the fucking uh, artist strike <laughs> you piece of shit i always think like the most interesting stuff that comes out of this though is like all the crazy shit that's happened at like haunted houses or haunted attractions like mm. the uh um like you know the haunted pyramids type of thing mm-hmm. uh where they'll set up shop different major cities i mean uh mckinney manor was oh like, mckinney manor, manor oh my god good, like that's another thing that i kind of like heard about like be careful when you go to some of these haunted houses you know they might grab you they might hurt you and yeah. they'll probably won't even pay for it and like that, that kind of like i like 
I like roller coaster. You know, I like themed stuff. Scare Winds is right down the road coming up. Um, I'm not a big fan of the haunted house thing because they've kind of ruined it for me. Like, if I was a child, yeah, I'd fucking love it. If it was like the whole gimmicky, like cheesy thing of like puppets and marionettes, and yeah, shit, like or just like animatronics of a guy of being electrocuted or whatever. But now it's a fucking terror dome of just a fight, like an Olympic terror dome of trying to fight your way out. Yeah, and it I'm is. Just like that is not a haunted house. That's a grind house theater. Like it, it really is in a lot of ways too. It, it really depends. That's a decathlon of hate. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty much you have to be a fucking masochist going. If through I have them. to sign a waiver it's not fun well see you if you have it i think we could do an entire episode on just mckamey manor he's but, fucking crazy but if you've not heard about that chris or any of the listeners here during the season there are plenty of youtube folks that are finally doing like documentaries on it check it out mm-hmm. but i remember following that shit back when it was really starting up and that yeah and on a few of the youtube documentaries you watch they talk about that tumblr page that was made called yes. fuck mckamey manor yes i was following that like the day it was made what like got, i was in the trenches of that shit what got me into it it was Dark Tourist when he mentioned it and he went there. It's basically like the guy who owns it, I, I don't think it's around anymore. I think they finally got shut down. Thank oh, God. he relocated. Oh, he's he reloc- back up and running. Again, he yep. relocated again. This is the third time he's relocated, so that says a lot. Um, he basically puts people through a hellscape torture yeah like actual torture like, no, I know exactly like waterboarding and shit yeah. like that. Hot that's sensory water, deprivation. Shock. It, yeah, that's, that's the problem I have with it. It, I, it, I agree. It, there are things that are seen not to be done. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's how I feel, too. It's like, I like, can understand, like, you're in, a, like, a pitch black thing. Kind of like the Ripley haunted houses. Yeah. Those are neat. Yes, yeah. I've been to those, a and guy's those not are gonna, fun. But a, but a guy's not going to come up behind you and choke you the fuck out and put a black bag of your fucking head. I don't like any of them where they fucking touch you. There yeah. was a uh, there was a Ripley's either believe it or not or um, what was that truth or fiction where uh, no, the, I remember that it was beyond belief that's yeah, what it was beyond belief. one With, of them uh, was a fucking star trek yeah one <laughs> of them was actually a true story of a uh, an old man that stumbled into a haunted house and he ended up getting murdered and they yeah. never found out who killed him yeah and I, you know, that was something that also had kind of gotten mentioned. Not as much, so to speak, but it was like one thing was be careful going into a haunted house. You never know if there's but a. But those kind of places got to facilitate like a, a non secure vibe because yeah. what stops one guy from going in there, or maybe a handful of guys rolling in there, taking out the people that are in there, and then just walking the fuck out. And like, oh, he's covered in fake blood. Oh, look what they did. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's fake, all right. <laughs> right. Real they do that. They do that in a movie. A, a movie that kind of tackles that is Hellfest. Yes, yeah. Yes. Hellfest is a fun movie because they go to a scary carnival and there's a haunted house thing. And the guy who's been 86 and motherfuckers during Hellfest, and it's a Halloween thing. They're like, oh look, look, she got stabbed in the chest. Oh my god, no, it looks so real. It's just like, no, nah, nah, her sternum got ripped open, motherfucker. She's dead. There's another one called uh, Hell House where it's um, yeah. There's three of them. Yeah, yeah. They, three, Hell House LLC, but that's about ghosts and shit. But that yeah, that's more and so Satan. ghosts and like uh, satanic. Those Rituals. Fun. Those that, are really because they're trying to build a they're trying to build a hell house and then they all get killed and then the next guy comes in. Yeah. But what I like though is kind of goes into your point too, where it's like less is more in terms of what you see and what happens. You I'm know, glad you, you know that because I've watched those movies like six or seven times each. This and is going to be my to watch. They're going to be my second watch through, but I just love how Nosferatu's in the first fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, hell yeah! But like it's. You know this. You know a lot of our stuff changes over time. You know, like I remember going house to house yeah 
I don't think my sister really did it except once, and then it went from that to going to like churches. My nieces, I don't think, go house to house anymore. They go business to business because you know that's what my town does. But they do the trunk or treats and stuff, and they have a good time. Um, and I know people who still just post up with candy, and no one comes to their house, and it's like, well, good for you. Now you got a bowl full of candy. Yeah, really. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The fucking wife took the goddamn house. <laughs> and all I got is this fucking bowl of Smarties. I fucking hate Smarties. <laughs> she called me a dumbass and she gave me the Smarties. <laughs> well, the cool thing about Halloween is November 1st is the best time to buy candy. Oh, yeah. It's just like For real. Supermarket Clearance. sweets. Get rid of it. Get rid of all this chocolate. Well, uh, what was what's probably y'all's favorite, um, favorite Halloween urban legend? Uh, <laughs> that's kind of hard to say. Count the dreaded sundown. Yes. All right, explain. Uh, this was a Texarkana. Texarkana was it a span of three days or just a one night? It was a span of three days, and it's the legend of the town that dreaded sundown. A masked man had went through the town three nights in a row during a festivus. Eighty six of motherfuckers. <laughs> and festivus people. for he, the rest of us. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a he, festivus for the rest of us. He killed one with a trombone with a knife at the end. Yep. Uh, I'm it, sorry. Hold on. I'm getting the visual of. He's bringing jazz. Let me give you a better visual. <laughs> he straight up, he straight up killed a Miles Davis style. Like yeah. he didn't even fucking, he didn't fuck no. around. But I like, just imagine him like beforehand. He's just like sitting in the back with the fucking hmm. knife and some roll of duct tape. To it's like, hey Jim, what you doing back there? Mind your own fucking business. The biggest thing that came, the biggest thing that, the biggest thing that came from the town that dreaded sundown is the dead babysitter. Ooh, that's yeah. where that comes from. Yeah, uh, a young woman who was watching some children uh, had reported a peeping tom of some sorts a few nights ago, and then one night she gets killed in the house. Children are still alive, but she gets killed in the house. I think the one part that got me of that whole thing was the community center thing that happened where he was kill- he killed like five people in a crowded room yep. and nobody realized who was get it, who was doing it. They couldn't see now him. Now keep in mind the town that dreaded sundown is a slasher flick. It's set up as a mockumentary. Yes. The problem is it's talking about killers who are real. Yes. Hundred uh, percent. Coolest vibe they ever had about that whole thing was in the trailer. He could be among you, and they're showing, like, every time they show a murder scene, they show his feet. And he's wearing combat boots. And it shows people lining up to watch the town that dreaded sundown in the theaters. He could be among you, and they pan across the feet, and he's going up to the ticket booth. Ooh. It's fantastic. In Texarkana well itself, they show the movie once a year, every year. Yep. Uh, in the town that dreaded sundown. And yep. they made a movie recently, uh, about four or five years ago, a remake of that as a girl who's doing a deep dive in the town that mm-hmm. dreaded sundown because someone is now mimicking the kills. Uh, they kill a gay guy with a trombone with a knife at the end. And I think the most. Why bad. they do that is fucking comical as shit. Well, what's insane though is <laughs> that it was like. Imagine this it, it was kind of like similar to like the MO of like the Zodiac Killer, masked man doing all this killing. The only difference, of course, not leaving any mementos, anything mm. behind. They never caught the guy. No. Or it could have been a group of people, it, technically, too. Technically, you know, timeline wise, it is the first big slasher movie. It came out around mm-hmm. the time of. Uh, uh, Bay of Blood and stuff like it came out before Friday the 13th yep. and before Halloween so yeah it is probably considered the first slasher movie because around after you know Friday the 13th took off it was like you had Maniac you had uh, oh my god I'm, I'm Maniac Cop Maniac Cop I forgot about Maniac Cop yeah but Bruce Campbell uh, 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 My Bloody Valentine Prom Night Prom Night a lot of a lot of, lot of uh, 
scream queen type stuff very much so stuff like that very much so a lot of scream queen type of stuff in the 80s with the whole nightmare on elm street and the kind of the comic look at like prophecy and uh hellraiser yeah it's a classic it's just a great graphic novel too i i think like a lot of like with halloween traditions i feel like the concept of the slasher film kind of came out of like the fear of strangers because you don't really know who these people are behind their masks you know your friends well, we, your family. we had talked about it uh during our horror series a few was it two years ago now maybe a year or two ago yeah a year or two ago where it kind of like uh the the evolving door of horror like in the beginning you had dracula your frankenstein's alex is a big fan of the universal which is actually just an allegory for why we hate immigrants yeah 100 yeah, percent. weird people and then and it's then a metaphor like, for xenophobia and then you had like the deformed kind of horror movies like freaks yeah and like uh circus basin which was their plot to war yeah because well, people who survived wars with terrible fucking limbs removed and shit and oh, then yeah. going into more atrocity based stuff horror movies like uh Splinter and stuff like that. Oh fuck! Where, I forgot which, about Splinter, which came out, and then you had the slasher, which is it's the person down the road. It's not the it's not the immigrant you got to fear. It's not the guy who got wounded in Vietnam. It's the stranger it's next neighbor. door who hands out fucking potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like he's I got, think he's a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I thought I saw an armband, but then he told me he was in the Sound of Music, and he told me not to worry about yeah. it. <laughs> Dude, you're really tall and really old to be playing Rolf. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a short cast list. Okay, I was the only one that could sing the fucking songs. <laughs> All in German too. All in German. Okay, now you, the, the blue eyes thing. I, yeah, I have a feeling you yeah. were a blonde at one point. <laughs> Everybody be cool with a lot of things really quick <laughs> about the potato chip man down the street he's got a luger he's, got a luger. <laughs> he's a Nazi paraphernalia collector now he's got a luger i swear to god i swear to god if i look up if i go a deep dive on wise chips and find out they're fucking german that's another thing to add to the nazi shit not to buy <laughs> oh it's <Swiss> polish <laughs> yeah like hugo boss suits and fucking Pumas. <laughs> I feel like and Fanta. And Utz would be the Polish like response to the fucking German chip makers. Hey, what's it? Was it Al's eye? No, that's Hitler's eye. <laughs> the old seeing eye of the Fuhrer. <laughs> it's not wise. It's wise. <laughs> it would be wise. <laughs> well, uh, Chris, what was your favorite Halloween urban legend? The babysitter. Like it is the. It is the quintessential like theory of the girl watches some kids and like getting 86 in the house yeah and parents I, come home find the dead babysitter and shit i actually knew a girl I, I was talking to for a while um was telling me a story about when she was babysitting two kids and it was shortly after she saw the movie when a stranger calls mm. and pretty much the exact same thing happened to her it was a peeping tom situation mm. and it evolved into something kind of like scream like the first one like the beginning scene remember? you know except without somebody breaking into the house or her getting killed on the front fucking lawn obviously <laughs> but it, it was more so like somebody kept calling the house talking about what she was doing what she was wearing where she was going and at first she was kind of like yeah whatever fuck you you know dickhead and then they called back a couple of more times just saying some bullshit or just doing heavy breathing last phone call that got her was have you checked the children and Ooh, just even hearing that she, like gives me a little tingle. She said the exact same thing. She was like, I, I got chills, I froze, and every hair on my body stood up. And I ran into the bedroom. And they were still there. The kids were fine. Everything was fine. She just didn't sleep that night. Like, stayed up you know, the entire you know, night. Like, you know, we think about it. Like, it's always a woman in that job. Because, you know, the teenage babysitter is always a girl. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would just imagine, like, if I was sitting watching my sister and her friends when they were little and some dude tried that shit, I would lose it. I would fucking just fuck with that dude as much as possible. <laughs> hey, what Hey, what are you wearing? You, if you're lucky. Like, just fuck with it, like, just, like, just sharpening a fucking knife. Yeah, you come and bring it, son. Turn you into a Joe Dirt trench coat. <laughs> are the ki- hey, are the kids... Hey, have you checked the children? Yeah, I killed them four minutes ago. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but, like, can you imagine there's just a guy being on the other end of that voice when you call? Like, you just wanted to fuck with some girl. You know what that makes me and think some of? some dude's like... Yeah, won't you come over, brother? You know what that makes me think of the movie Freak, the second one, <laughs> yeah. where it's a fucking a serial killer and a complete psychopath, like going head to head against yeah. one another. Yeah. Fun story about the, the when a stranger calls, they get that whole plot from the subplot of Black Christmas. Get out of here! Because he's calling the house the whole time. Oh yeah, he's calling the sorority house. Oh, hey, have you shut up? Yeah, I'm upstairs. Blah 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 blah. And she goes upstairs, and Marco Kidder gets killed. But <laughs> I, I low key kind of want to see something like, like we went. Uh, we went to the theaters and watched Black Christmas. The yeah, new the one. remake. I, I, and I, I take... got in a, got got in an altercation with some children. <laughs> it was actually really funny. <laughs> Apparently, I scared like, some children. <laughs> I, Shocker! I, I, I may or may not have put an adolescent to sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go sleep, go sleep, go sleep. Call we'll me see. Mr. Sandman. Well, see, I, I like what uh, the both of y'all did. Both of y'all kind of went with, like, you know, the overarching feeling of, you know, Halloween. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite uh, myths and legends actually comes from early, early on, and I think it's part of the reason why I enjoy the movie Trick or Treat, not the 80s movie with um, Gene Simmons. Why do you have to bring that back up? <laughs> you know what's a fun thing to do? The, trick the or treat early came out. 2000s. You know what's fun to do? Because Trick or Treat came out with VHS was still going on? It's to switch those movies' cases. <laughs> and just piss people the fuck off. Where the fuck is Gene Simmons in this? <laughs> why is this a little midget with a sack head running around with a broken lollipop. Is that Gene Simmons? Is that how he sees himself? <laughs> Why is Brian Dennehy in this? Like, <laughs> shouldn't he be like policing a town that's harassing Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. yeah. But I think one of the reasons why I really enjoy that movie is the main arc, the main hook of the whole movie. Spoilers if you've not seen an over 10-year-old movie at this point. One of the greatest holiday movies of all time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and actually, we talked about this one year. I'll clarify on this. It's my favorite Halloween movie. It's not my favorite horror movie, but it's my favorite Halloween movie because it, to me, just encapsulates that feeling of Halloween as a kid. But the whole crux of the whole movie is that one kid walking down the street, knocking off Janet Lanterns, all that stuff, and they're like, hey, treat the pumpkins with respect. The spirits can get you. And that was the thing that always got me. So the story of Stingy Jack is one of my favorite kind of like Halloween legends. You you guys know that one relatively yeah. well? Yeah. And, and Cliff Notes version is like, you know, old drunkard in Ireland, always having fucking promise, uh, trades, tries, trading his soul uh, for the devil to uh, get one last drink. Uh, the devil agrees, He and but in order to pay for the drink, he talks the devil into turning himself into a coin and immediately puts the coin in his pocket along with the crucifix next to it to keep the devil in that position for the next 10 years. Holy shit. 10 years later, the devil reappears to him again. And he's like, your time has come. And he goes, cool, I understand, I got you, but I am really hungry. I'd like an apple. And he's like, all right, I don't see why not. He goes, there's an apple right up there in that tree. Tells the devil to go grab the apple from the tree, and by the time the devil looks down, he has covered the tree around its circles with crucifixes, trapping him up there for another 10 years. Well, 
his drunkenness gets him to the point where he is about to die of old age. Basically, his hard, you know, just this hard way of living is finally catching up to him. And he's on his deathbed. He finally dies. He goes to heaven and he is denied by St. Peter at the gate due to the amount of deals he had made with the devil. So he gets sent to hell. The devil's like, no, you, you said you never uh, for me to never fuck with you again. I can't. So turns him into a little flame and says, your soul will forever be trapped in this flame inside of this gourd. So as long as that flame is lit, you're alive. But as soon as the flame goes out, your spirit is left to roam the earth. Wow. That is such a quintessential Irish story. Of this yeah. yeah. Somebody yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like, <laughs> that is literally like, always sunny. <laughs> like, like, you dirty piece of shit. And of course, it's a lot more drawn out because there was a yeah. whole conversation about, you know, okay, after I trapped you in the tree, you're not going to fuck with me anymore. Yeah. I've, I've tricked you twice. You know, I've beaten the devil twice. And that's an interesting tale because it's one of the few tales where it's like, instead of the devil tricking the uh, person he's making the deal with, the dude gets one up on him, which is the funniest shit in that it really is the most and Irish the, thing there, ever. And there wasn't even a golden fiddle involved. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, fuck Charlie Davis. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was always my favorite lore because I remember as a kid trying to figure out why do we carve pumpkins? And I found out early on it was like, oh, well, they started as gourds and they yeah. started as like different kinds of mills. And then you dig even deeper and you find out why it even started like that. So that was always my favorite little thing. Fun fact. Every gourd is a berry, but not every berry is a gourd. It's a fact. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Like, like a pumpkin is considered a berry, but a squash isn't. Okay, I'm having trouble. A kumquat is a berry. Strawberries are not berries. They're not berries. I, I know because they have the seeds on the outside. Yeah. I, that, that's I know that's the reason why uh, strawberries aren't considered berries because the seeds on the on the outside. But I'm trying to figure out why a squash and a pumpkin would not be considered the same thing berry wise because their seeds are on the inside. Guts. Has to do with guts. So like uh, so like a honeydew. Mm-hmm. Or uh, spaghetti squash. Yeah, yep. probably a better example. Yep. Spaghetti it's squash. It's because it's hollow. Yeah. Yes. The seeds are in the membrane of the thing. The squash is solid. Right. The membrane is part going Precisely. down. There is no. There is no core. Okay. So, yeah. Because it's solid. There is a core to a pumpkin. It's very thin and stringy. Mm-hmm. And you add like cinnamon, sugar, <laughs> and stuff. And all or the whatever, white girls whatever. go crazy. Spice. The, everything spice, nice. The spice melange. <laughs> <laughs> That is pumpkin spice. That's that's what Dune is about. It's about pumpkin spice. Yeah, it's an pumpkin. allegory for basic white bitches. I, I can just see the uh, the the, the Atreides are just white Uggs, <laughs> white Uggs, and a white throwover sweater, yeah. and, and uh, some fucking shitty ass scarf you thrifted. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I fucking we're going on a Dune tangent. I love Dune. I hate, I, I hate this guy. I, that's the one thing I hate about this time of year is that shit. That fucking shit. Okay, I love I love the pumpkin the, spice. The pumpkin spice. Bowl. <laughs> The pumpkin spice cookies, fucking great. Pumpkin spice lattes, I can drink one. I'll be fine. But the culture surrounding them makes me want to put a fucking bullet in my head. That I look like a busted white lady pumpkin. Culture? Yes. American white lady culture? Yeah, well, see, yeah. I feel like... Uh, live, laugh, love. I, I, I think us, uh, uh, us podcasters ought to band together and declare that apple cinnamon is the new flavor yes. of the season. This man knows. <laughs> apple cinnamon is the flavor of the season, not God fucking pumpkin right. spice. I, I, I'll eat the shit out of an apple pie. I'll drink oh, the dude. fuck out of an a apple cinnamon made me a, uh, a friend of mine a few years back because uh, I didn't I don't drink coffee much and I really don't like the taste but someone had made me a drink and it was uh, it wasn't pumpkin spice but it was uh, it was a chai tea latte but it was uh, like 
apple cinnamon yep, or whatever. I know what you mean. And peppermint and all this. It tasted like Christmas. Like, of course. <laughs> if yeah, Christmas yeah. had a taste, it would taste. And I got addicted to them. And it was just like, why am I awake all the time? <laughs> like, I hate this feeling. I, I, but I, damn, I, that drink's good. Did you start getting the eye twitch after yeah. a little bit? Oh, I used to do that drunken, uh, pounding fucking uh, VA energies. I, I used to get it. I used to drink like six cups of coffee People a fucking day. I'd be, so I'd I'd be, be like, like, hey, man. Thirteen dollars. Put in a register. Thirteen dollars. Swipe card. Swipe card. And I just like I'll be twitching. I look like I'm on crack. See, my problem was like I used to listen to the uh, Descendants a lot when I was younger. So I was like, ah, oh, that's funny. They're addicted to coffee. I'll never be addicted to coffee. Sure enough, <laughs> like two months later, I'm like, let me just get another cup. It'll be fine. That'll make the twitching stop. Get that one hundred cup from fucking Fry, where time just stops. Yes. And you're just fucking just vibe it across the room <laughs> exactly like, dude i live on energy drinks and coffee I just, yeah same I, could, I just never could get into it I, when i started that fucking job i hated that wanted me to kill myself uh i drank coffee <laughs> but in order to kind of keep it on track i thought about this and i did not research this specifically but who knows maybe you guys have some something on the ready is there any halloween specific cryptids um, Aside from like a wolf man so and stuff like that, that kind of gets there popularized. Is, there is one, but it's it's a hard to pull one. It's called a Lipcha. Okay. A Lipcha is a Native American. This is why it's kind of hard to pull, but it comes at the end of what of our year because Native Americans didn't keep time. But like during the nomad season, which is the winter season of them going south, um, they believed they were being followed by something called a Lipche. Uh, L-E-P-E-C-H-E. Um, and it's basically like a Hagrid woman. Like, it's, it's a very ugly woman who <laughs> follows them. any change. Yeah, basically. God damn it, lady. We told you six exits ago. No. You got any bear skins? Just like asking for flowers and meat. But, uh, <laughs> but no, she would follow them and whoever got left behind was to become the next Leapcha. Okay. Uh, we haven't cared, done it on the Cryptid Pod just on this one yet because it's kind of a hard to define one and there's not a lot of information, not like Bigfoot or the Jersey Devil or anything. But it is a unique one that f- comes within the time of our Hallow's Eve or Halloween uh, because it is a time of change. You know, everything begins to die and it, it kind of gets confused a lot with the Wendigo because, well, because the Wendigo is everything. It's a, it's a, it's a similar concept, well, though, where Wendigo, it's picking off the people that are yeah, further away from the group. Uh, Wendigo are skinwalkers, and this is another version of mental illness for Native Americans. Yeah. Um, but like this one, you know, being personified as a person instead of going into the skin of another yeah. uh, is like, you could, you could argue it's, because it's from the Sioux Indians, um, it, you can argue that it's, not to not to stagger behind and stay close to the light type situation yeah uh much like uh, the jews with uh some of their holidays you know stay keep the lanterns lit keep everything going because uh, light because you know in fear itself is dark is the ultimate fear uh because if you can't see it you don't know what it is and quoting hv lovecraft man's greatest fear is the, the fear void. of the unknown yeah the void the void yeah and uh what the fuck does he know all he has is Kahlua. <laughs> he never met Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, that's you know what? Never mind, because that's two immortal things going up against yeah. one another. Yeah, but like it. That, well, the cryptid- reason I ask about the cryptids for mm-hmm. Halloween is one, it feels like it would be ripe yeah. for cryptid stuff. Of course, and, and the second reason I brought it up is because I feel like 
we never got Halloween cryptids until the last, let's say, maybe seven years or so, but they're not called cryptids. They're called creepypastas. Oh, like Slender Man, The uh-huh. Rake. Uh-huh. And so those, those are- all of a sudden, those are all Halloween-themed and timed short stories. Jeff the Killer. I'm going through them in my head. Uh-huh. That's why. <laughs> yep. And it's all stuff centered around Halloween and October. Well, it's cool. It's not really cryptids. They're topas. So a creepypasta is a topa in the sense that all right, cre- a, a cryptid mm-hmm. is a personification of a fear or unknown thing you've seen. Like a Bigfoot. Okay. Creepypastas are tales of the unknown that we force to be real. Mm-hmm. If there are five of us in a room and four of us believe it to be, therefore it is. Yep. It uses and, that Warhammer logic that the orcs have. <laughs> but, but a topa is something you put belief into. Like, uh, for example, those three girls who went in the woods and killed one of them. That's what yeah. I was going to uh, bring the, up. The Slender Man girl. Yep. Um, I actually listened to a whole, like, I listened to, like, the whole three-hour inter- interrogation of that the chick photos the other are day. terrifying because uh, one of them, it almost looks like that there's an apparition that looks like him in the photos oh, wow. of the two girls that committed the crime. And, that, you know, that's, that's a bigger story, but, like, they yeah. believed wholeheartedly in this story which created the topa which they used as a form of belief and slayed someone for it yep now your other creepy pastas a great one about this uh other than creepy pastas are scps yes scps are nothing but topas that people force to be real and it's just a odd photo that you have to explain. We talked yep. about this in like uh, like a religion version. It's like, hey, why does why do people believe in Bigfoot? Because they saw probably a fucking bear eat a dude, and they're like, why is it on its hind legs? No other animal gets on its hind legs, and they're just like, maybe it's not a bear. Maybe it's a man <laughs> with a lot of hair. Yeah, with a lot of hair and body. a big dick. Yeah. Like, Goddamn, look at that thing swinging. I'm surprised he didn't kill that fucking otter that walked past. But like when it. we talked about the Bigfoot, like, <laughs> but like if you see. <laughs> But all it is, all it is, all SCPs are are short stories or topas about some weird thing you see online that you can't explain. Talk about seeing some weird I, shit I just, online you can't explain. I just love the, the the concept though of like Slenderman though, where they they really built on that and they made it into like a German folklore legend because mm. it really fit into a lot of German folklore. Like uh, German folklore is riddled with all different kinds of creatures. Well, and, you get like stuff like the Krampus, which is a holiday cryptid. Yeah, uh, we could do y'all could do that around Christmas time. Yeah. Talk yeah, about Krampus. Definitely. I love talking about Krampus. <laughs> it's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, he beats kids with a stick. <laughs> what happened to my country? You should be able to do that. Where has my country gone? <laughs> Where's my country? I used to get hit by a stick. I don't get hit. <laughs> I get all these fucking wusses running around. Talk about right. their lights and shit. My, my father got chased by uh, his grandfather with a shillelagh so you can imagine how that was the fucking studded the fucking studded stick yeah that, my grandfather his dad still fucking has he he actually was yes yep, he, see? he was Irish cops ira and then he became a cop now that sounds fitting <laughs> but uh like you talk about like just halloween only i think because it's so filled with its own little legends and little spinoffs that it doesn't need one mm-hmm. like we love hearing horror stories it's it in my belief of horror stories or just stories in general, it keeps people closer to the fire, if you know what I mean. Like, it yeah. keeps people in the group, it keeps people engaged, and it keeps people from going into the toxic areas which will harm you. Like, or, you know, going outside the village in the middle of the night. Maybe don't do that. 
Why? Because, you know, a dingo ate the baby. Like, it's like, <laughs> a dingo ate my baby. Yeah, or, like, guess what happened? <laughs> a dingo came. You know why? Because your fucking kid left the village. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. Like, uh, the only uh, opposite version of this is the Jungle Book, where Mowgli just leaves the village and becomes friends with all the scary beasts. And then he comes back to the village and kills the villagers, which does happen. Um, yeah, that's not in, the original, in the original tale, yeah, yeah. he slaughters. <laughs> but, like, you know, going back to Trick or Treat real quick, the cool thing about Trick or Treat, which I think is, you know, it's. Everybody's like, oh, it's an anthology of st- stories. No, it's one giant stories with things happening in it. You have the story, you have interactions that go go in and out. Hey, in this world, one time a year, werewolf bitches show up and slaughter people. The god of Halloween descends as a revenant on someone who killed children. And the children themselves. Disabled children. Yeah, disabled children. But not, also the children themselves. Mm-hmm. They, that reminds they, me of that Icelandic monster that would eat naughty <laughs> children. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you probably couldn't pronounce that either. No, too many vowels. Too, too many Why vowels. are there nine N's in this one name? <laughs> <laughs> Why is there eight A's and like no other vowels in this shit? Yeah, it's <laughs> like nano. <laughs> We can't so even if, if, if you try to choke on cucumbers, you might. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably pronounce. It. But like trick or treat is like is the tale of Halloween itself. You know the jack o' lanterns. You know with that with that story itself is like yes, this, this is a a fuck around and find out type situation. Really, yeah. it is, and that's it is probably the greatest Halloween holiday movie yeah and we get those a lot you know throughout the season because there's tons that are scarier maybe even better written but just to me it's just the overall vibe like like you know those uh earlier marvel movies just had like a certain feel to them this this movie just has a certain feel to it and i think also because it was shot on film it wasn't shot digitally yeah Yeah. that that always adds like a lot more grit to uh Mm -hmm. the quality of the film a one film i will always say is the best halloween movie just for the sake of childhood nostalgia still hocus pocus (laughs) i fucking love that. my girl and i were actually just talking about that the other night and just going who the fuck likes hocus (laughs) this shit's fucking i don't give a shit are you excited about the sequel uh kind of because i'm i'm curious as to what they're gonna do with it like you know have you seen the trailer uh i have not actually uh so she i've not seen the original hocus pocus but uh she had it seems like they're just kind of retreading the first movie just with a new set of girls uh, go figure i mean the, the, i don't think anybody really ate the, the whole the whole hook of this is the witches are the same from the first the best movie, movie yeah. about witches is the fucking craft yes yes feruza balk that scary looking fucking woman and that, i i feel bad because I feel like that that movie defined my taste in women. <laughs> like, <laughs> short haired goth chicks. God damn it! Just short haired goth fuck. chicks. So you're like saying the word fuck a lot. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love her to death. Oh my god. Well, fuck. <laughs> she's the fucked up thing is like anytime she's mad, she she reminds me of Feruza Balk. Like well, beautiful, but like wide eyed. Hey, so Feruza Balk from The Return of Wizard of Oz. Feruza Balk from The Craft or Feruza Balk from American History X. Uh, the Craft. The Craft. Yeah, I was like, don't pick any other two, you fucking bastard. The fucking American History X. I didn't think somebody could say the N-word so much and not, <laughs> not, not burst into flames. And pull a fucking pistol. <laughs> and pull a pistol, yeah. Like, Jesus. The real horror. The real Feruza Balk. <laughs> the real <laughs> I think it's fucked up, though, thinking about her, though, after that film, because she was one of the voice actors for Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Who is she? She's fucking Candy Sucks. 
She's oh, the fucking porn star in that whole game. That's fucking hilarious. I love you, Tony Cipriani. And um, <laughs> fucking uh, uh, Juliette Lewis plays, oh my God. She's one of the other uh, leading female act, uh, um, uh, cast members in that game. I can't remember well, who like, she is right the thing, now. Like, there's a lot of movies that are take that take place during Halloween to add to the effect that yeah. don't give off the Halloween vibe. Uh Speaking of Juliette Lewis, Cape Fear takes place in October. Yes, which with Robert De Niro's Cape fucking Fear. great, not great, the, not the Robert Mitchum one, no. but uh, the Robert Mitchum one's fucked up too. Out of shape, in shape guy. Yeah, out of shape, in shape guy. Um, <laughs> well, Gregory Peck's just beating the fuck out. Of him. Um, I mean, Gregory Peck was a force. To, I, I feel like Gregory Peck could whoop anybody's ass back yeah. then. I feel like he, he, if him and John Wayne went toe to toe, John Wayne He'd would kick be John Wayne's ass. Kick John Wayne's ass and take I don't his like cowboy John Wayne. hat. John Wayne's a pussy to me. Yeah, but, I agree. <laughs> he's the Steven Seagal of his generation. But like another, like another one for a lot of kids, like younger people than me. I've talked about Halloween Town, which was like a Disney special. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Which apparently was like so fucking big. So I sat yeah. down and watched it, and I'm just like, it's not for me. <laughs> I, but, I was but, I was made to watch that by an ex a few years ago. But, uh, um, what's her name's in it? Uh, Carrie Fisher's mom. No uh, shit, really? Yeah, she's the old lady. Oh okay. Oh yeah, you're right. Debbie Reynolds. Yes, yeah, Debbie yes, Reynolds. She's you are 100 like, right. I remember them making like I remember scrolling through television when I was a teenager and like Halloween Town. Okay, whatever. And then like two years later, Halloween Town two. two. It was <laughs> like, like Disney's really of... nailing this fucking at home video shit. Like really good. <laughs> no, they made like four of those. Yeah, bitches. there was yeah. like a bunch of sequels. Um, now that's what that kind of threw me off on like. Disney movies that that are and on TV, I'm like, oh, these suck. I will <laughs> say the music uh, that, that's come out during Halloween has always been kind of good too. That's actually how I found the band uh, Ghoul. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever listened to them. They're a uh, they're a thrash metal band, but they're like kind of like horror punk in the way of it reminds me of it's like Halloween music, but to thrash metal kind of. Uh, vibes to it like one of their albums is a concept album about them raising like a uh, giant demon to attack this Christian cult Mm -hmm. that builds like a cyborg of their own to fight and it's they always come out dressed in burlap sacks over their heads like it gives me Halloween vibes the whole time now I do like before streaming services came out I always loved October because they would always have the deal at the video stores of horror movies right so you know sit at home you'd watch fucking Hellraiser you watch uh Amityville Horror. Of course. Uh, another good one would probably be Scream. My uncle actually lives uh, two blocks away from the Amityville Horror House. I Why don't just burn that fucking thing down? Because they've, re- they've redone it. Um, those eye windows are no longer there. It doesn't even look like the same house. There's people that live there. A lot mm. of what they were speculating with that was that uh, DeFeo was on a lot of drugs and yeah. was just in a really bad mindset. Yeah. But like, you know, some really good horror movies, you know, Halloween itself, the movie Halloween. Like we didn't really talk about it. But, I'm surprised. Yeah, but like that is the the scariest probably tale out of you know the horror movies done with little to no budget too, especially yeah. the first film. But it's like it's a guy, it's a revenant coming back to get his family, and it's believable too. He escapes from the uh, the asylum. Yeah, and it, those are always fun movies. You know when you watch oh, yeah. those old slasher movies. Uh, I I always kind of wondered if like Donald Pleasance at one point when he's shooting him and he falls out the window if he was just gonna throw the gun at him or run <laughs> down the stairs and just start beating the corpse. What he should have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll definitely need to do a favorite horror franchise episode oh, yeah. with Quinn for Couch Potatoes. Be yeah. fun, absolutely. But uh, yeah, so like another part of the whole uh, just handing out stuff is what I hate is when they do the little grab bags. 
Dude, and they would always stiff you on fucking candy. It would always be the shit nobody wanted. Like, I was eating my niece's candy one day, and I was just like, damn, they fucked them, didn't they? And (laughs) and I'm fucking her again. They (laughs) fucked them over. What the fuck is this? Were there's original? Would you go to a retirement home for fucking candy? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. People don't respect this country no more. Charleston (laughs) Chew. Where's my country going? (laughs) Where's my country going? When you can beat a kid with a hickory stick. One thing that has shocked me is as we're approaching closer to October is seeing Charleston Chew on full display in a lot of Walmarts, and I'm like, they still fucking make that shit <laughs> oh dude that's, this is the prime time like, oh, go, one last go around what was your favorite thing to get starburst mm, butterfingers butterfinger oh butterfingers. yeah butterfingers. butterfingers or milky not milky way uh, three musketeers that yeah. was always good Mm-hmm. But no, three musketeers is the best fucking candy bar ever made. Starburst actually, <laughs> Starburst actually killed, almost killed me. Uh, oh, say, that same night, I was uh, talking about, like, I heard my mom talking about uh, LSD yeah. and like acid with my uncle. I was eating Starburst out of like the fucking trash bag I had, the hefty bag full of candy, yeah. nice. and I just kept eating Starburst. It's a lot of hope to fill that motherfucker up, <laughs> Star- dude. Tons Starburst after Starburst, and like you know how it like pools up the juice after a while. Yep. Well, the juice formed into essentially the equivalent of like that Gatorade bottle being full of Starburst juice. And I tried to take in that while I was eating the fucking uh, hardened, like now gumball size candy. And I fucking, dude, I, I, I saw, I had tunnel vision. I was choking for so long. My oh my mom God. had to do the fucking Heimlich maneuver. And she straight up hurts me as soon as I'm coming back. Like, I'm not even fully aware yet. And she's like, you're not fucking eating Starburst again. Do you hear me? <laughs> Look at me when I'm talking to you. I'm like, I, I can't even fucking, know. I felt like I was going to die. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm alive anymore, bitch. Like, fuck. <laughs> Where am I? Yeah. Did y'all ever have like a favorite like Halloween episode of a show or anything? Mine's South Park. Halloween South Park is hilarious. It has corns in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, it's, it's a so bit fucking funny. It's a bit of a cop-out, but um, mainly because I can't remember specific... There's one Treehouse of Horror that I yeah, really like. Well, there, there was one specific one that like all three shorts were just like grade A yeah. excellent. I think it was three. Okay, I, I, maybe. It was I'm not three sure. or four, because I, I, I have a feeling I know which one you're talking about. Uh, but uh, moving away from Simpsons, honestly, and it's a bit of a cop-out, but it's still one of my favorites, King of the Hill. Oh, which one? Honestly, not even the Christian church one. It has to do with the pig farm. Oh, yeah. The the pig farm. Uh, oh, God, Luan. <laughs> yeah, it's like that That one's still. If you've not. If, now, the Junie Harper one is fun. Junie Harper's fun, but. Junie Harper the, said. Junie Harper said. <laughs> Junie Harper said nothing. Junie Harper doesn't run in his house. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the uh, I think it was called Pygmalion. Pygmalion, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the episode from King of the Hill. Yeah, the, the eventually at the end of the episode, the main protagonist gets fucking butchered in his own uh, pig slaughterhouse. Jesus. Yeah. Robert it's a, show. It's a family. Michael Keaton did his voice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's like. A, have you seen King of the Hill? Uh, bits and pieces. Okay, you know Luann. Yeah, of uh, course, okay. of course. Uh, Luann winds up falling in love with this uh, rich pig farmer, the scent and the other. Uh, he's like winding and dying, or taking her up in a hot air balloon. He's even getting under Hank's skin by you know being like, "Oh, we use only propane over here," and he's like, "Oh, really?" You know, <laughs> so it's like he is swinging the whole family. I uh, think uh, Peggy's the only one that's like not seeing through the shit. She's yeah, like something's they, fucking up with they him. They leave a headless pig body on the, the their steps. Yeah, and like. Peggy's freaking out and he's like and Hank's like 
Hell, the man just gifted us an entire pig. He has meat. We're going to eat this shit. Yeah, and Peggy's like, no, this is a warning. This is a sign. He's trying to tell us something. He's like, yes, like he's, like he's, he's a good mob. neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's like, it come to find out he's got like this big mental issue and like he's trying to uh, start up this whole weird family thing and has like had like this other guy dressed up as um, her soon to be husband. He was actually going to be the pig in the scenario he dyed her hair red all this shit. shit it turns into like this big psychological like shining type thriller and by the end of it that the big chase scene happens in the uh, slaughterhouse and he's standing up on the conveyor belt and peggy kills him and well what she pulls a lever down and the uh the zapper the uh, to shock the pigs yeah. and the submission comes down zaps him and he lays there and the music all of a sudden because you know it's being you know, like you know big swelling music that happens all of a sudden music just stops and all you just hear is like machines in the background and he's like it's gone the the voices i i can i can think clearly for for the first time in years and it's like a genuine like heartfelt moment the entire time you just because he's kind of on his hands and knees kind of like looking up realizing this the entire time you're hearing the machine going though just hearing and you just see this needle approaching him from behind and he's just like oh my god what have i done what is that no and turns around just as a fucking straight down him (laughs) and it's like and it's and it's done like the old psycho movie you never see it happen it cuts away like right as it makes contact but like the sound effect and like i think there's like a mild shadow of you see it happening like across luann and peggy's face it it leaves you on a dark note, especially for a King of the Hill episode. That's actually, that's really well done. It's extremely well done, and even explaining the whole thing, watching it is ten times better. Is that episode I can't do justice? So yeah, I think that's my favorite Halloween episode of a show. Yeah. What about you, Quinn? <laughs> I'm trying to think because there's there's quite a few. I, I I think the one that always like stood out to me because I have always. You know, I have more vivid memories of watching a lot of uh, kids shows too, as well as um, like The Simpsons and stuff, because I always love Treehouse of Horror. But one episode that stuck out to me was a Teen Titans episode, and it was the fucking episode where Raven's powers take complete control of her, like her father breaks out. Trigon. Yeah. And the whole fucking base shuts down, and they have to find her, and it's just pretty much pitch black hallways, them getting dragged off. You never see what happens to them. But I think the best uh, Treehouse of Horror episode that I saw was the Shinning. Yes, that whatever one that was, that was one of the shorts in it. Because that was the Shinning, and I think the other one was the... Um, it was something to do with gas, and like their skin peeled off at the end of the episode. Yes, and I want to say maybe the third one had to do with the aliens because I like yes. the aliens. Yes, yeah. it did. Okay. And it was uh, Maggie was one of the aliens. Yep. Maggie was their kid. Yep, that, that was that, that was the good episode. That like was that the uh, that was the only other like um, Halloween themed episode. And I had not seen. a lot of not a lot of shows do that anymore. No, like, they do a Thanksgiving episode and a Christmas episode, but really, Bob's Burgers. Bob, they'll they'll, they'll, yes. do, they'll do some Halloween stuff. Yeah, one of like, 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 <laughs> like regular sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they, they you don't, really they don't, don't see tackle it. Halloween. Well, what regular sitcoms are there anymore? Aside well, from Big like, Bang like, Theory. Like, well, like back in the day, <laughs> you know, back in the day when you had stuff like Roseanne and Home Improvement and Step by Step, Friends, even Full House, Friends. Don't don't bring up Friends. Please, I'm just saying they up. had Halloween episodes. But like uh, ever I can't since get the, this the, gun the in my mouth, 
Which friend are you, Quill? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I'm you're, tired you're, of that goddamn quiz. You're totally a Joey. Fucking <laughs> 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 kill you! <laughs> Thank you for being on our last episode. <laughs> Cut the mics! Cut the mics! Cut the mics! <laughs> but I think that's a good start to just go ahead and head out. Um, Again, this is the Cryptic Conspiracy Cult. Thank you, Alex, for showing up in our Halloween Thank you for edition. letting me join. Uh, this will be added to our cavalcade of horror stuff that we're coming up. Um, and thank you for listening.